again. This is uh, Brother Jeff, uh, Brother Bruce. We're coming at you live again. And uh, with the Word of God, it's exciting times. Uh, we believe that Jesus Christ is still head of the church. He's still on the throne. So we're going to keep building on the foundation. He's the rock, the foundation stone. So, Brother Bruce, I'm excited. We greet the people, Brother Bruce. Good morning. And <laughs> everything have breath. Praise ye the Lord. Amen. <laughs> so good to be in this presence today and in this kingdom. Amen. We're going to keep building upon what Christ is. He's a foundation stone, a rock. So let's look to the rock again. If you have your Bible, let's go to Hebrews, if you would. Hebrews chapter 6 again. And verse 1 says, Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrines of Christ, let us go on to perfection. And not laying again the foundation, listen to this, repented from dead works, faithful to God, the doctrines of baptism, and of laying on the hands of the resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. Now, we've been covering repentance from dead works and faithful to God. We can continue speaking on repentance from dead works and faithful to God, but we want to throw in another stone called righteousness in between repentance from dead works unto righteousness through faith. So this is faith toward God. So we want to start on righteousness today and show you how it links together with faith and how what wonderful thing God has done through Jesus Christ. So let's look at the Old Testament of Jeremiah, the promise. Of course, the New Testament is the promise fulfilled. The Old Testament is the promise. So let's look at the promise of Jeremiah, if you would, 33. Let's begin at verse 14, Jeremiah 33, 14. Behold, the days come, said the Lord, that I will perform that good thing which I have promised unto the house of Israel and to the house of Judah. In those days, and at that time, will I call the branch of righteousness to grow up unto David, and he shall execute judgment and righteousness in the land. And in those days shall Judah be saved, and Jerusalem shall dwell safely. And this is the name where we'll, she shall be called, the Lord our righteousness. Now, God promised that we're coming today that he would execute righteousness in the, in the earth. I want you to know we're living in the fulfillment of that promise. Christ coming, hallelujah, changed everything for us. Christ became the sacrifice. He became the sacrifice, the lamb that took away the sin of the world. And he became righteousness for us. And we're going to show you how all that works. And no longer do we have to sacrifice through dead works to become righteousness. God has given us something. And we, we're going to explore that today, and we're going to look at it. So, because righteousness is a force. When you have a righteous consciousness, see, your faith can be elevated. Your faith can grow and expand and increase. When you know you have a righteous uh, consciousness, that means there's no condemnation coming to you from Satan. When you go before the Lord in prayer, your faith is so powerful, Jesus said you can speak to a mountain and it'll be cast into the sea. Why? Because Christ made you right. Now, how did God make us right? Well, according to the scriptures, let's go to First Corinthians uh, chapter one, verse thirty. First Corinthians chapter one, verse thirty. Look at the good things God has done. He fulfilled the scripture, right? <clears throat> See, the body of Christ has to understand, Brother Bruce, that Christ coming was the end of dead works, was the end of the law. Amen. Until Christ, John said, 
John the Baptist said, me and me were performing all kind of rituals, all kind of dead works uh, to maintain their righteousness. But when Christ came, the Bible says that he brought grace and truth, right? That's right. Christ brought grace and truth. And that grace was God's favor, God's divine favor upon us, and his heart to make us right again with him. Because Adam lost his position. He became wrong. Men were just wrong. Our position with God became wrong when we disobeyed in the garden. But Christ came, and it says in uh, verse 30 here, chapter 1, But unto him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us, listen to this, he's made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Now listen, he was made righteousness. See? And the wonderful thing about this, Brother Bruce, you don't have to work for it. There ain't nothing you can add to the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. He is the righteousness of God, which God took him and made him a lamb, a sacrifice for our sin once and for all, the Bible says. He became our righteousness, our sanctification, and he redeemed us from the curse of the law. Amen. Now, this is the New Testament promise being fulfilled through Jesus Christ. Remember, he promised in Jeremiah that it will come in the day that he will execute righteousness. It will come in the day that he was going to call the righteous branch to come forth. Well, guess what? We're part of that righteous branch. Hallelujah. And what we got to understand in our minds, you don't have to do a thing to earn this. It's by faith in Jesus Christ. See? See, a lot of people think if they, Brother Bruce, if they pray more, fast more, uh, do this or that more, they'll be more right with God. But see, that's not biblical. That's not true. Even though we should fast, we should pray, we should seek God, but that doesn't establish our righteousness. See? What establishes our righteousness is faith in Jesus Christ, becoming our righteousness and receiving that righteousness. For me, see, that's what I'm going to ask, Brother Bruce. Go ahead. So uh, the scriptures are, are are true, and and it reveals over in Romans three ten, uh, as it is written, there is none righteous, none righteous. no, not one. Uh-huh. So there's none righteousness. There's none that is righteous apart from Jesus Christ. Apart from Christ. You see, a lot of Christians have the mentality: if they do this more, do that more. Uh, they could be more right with God. I want you to know, as soon as a son received Jesus Christ, his past doesn't matter. God makes him right through his faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. And see, this is what happened to Abraham. Abraham believed God, and God accredited it, right, right, for righteousness, Amen. by faith. And, see, and I know it's difficult sometimes for men to understand that, that you don't have to earn this, you receive it. Amen. See, you receive it. And this is where the enemy, the devil, if you don't understand the foundation of righteousness, see, you spend your whole life under condemnation of your past, uh, under condemnation that you're not doing this enough or that enough, and faith and brings you into condemnation. But a true son of God, he understands his foundation, that Christ was made righteousness under him. Amen. He don't have to earn it. and he don't have, There's no way he can improve on that. There's no way he can disprove that. It's just fact. 
He was the sacrifice that appeased God. God received Christ as a sacrifice for myself and for who all that believe. Now, in Romans, let's go to Romans chapter 9, and I'll show you from a different angle what I'm talking about here. In Romans chapter 9, let's go down to Romans 9, look at verse, starting at verse 30. It says, what shall we say then? That the Gentiles, which follow not after righteousness, have attained to righteousness, even the righteousness which is of faith. But Israel, which follow after the law of righteousness, have not attained to the law of righteousness. Now, this sounds confused, but let me explain to you. The Old Testament, God put in the law, which became the schoolmaster to teach them that apart from Christ, they couldn't be right anyway. But the Jews were so consumed in their religion, Judaism, that when the time came, the Bible says, when the full of the time came, God sent his son, right, who was made under the law and became a curse, that we might be free from the curse of the law, became a curse for us. And to everyone who believed, he made right. But the Jews, a lot of the Jews continued in their law, making the faith of Christ, the work of Christ, in vain because they didn't mix it with faith of what he did on Calvary for every man that believed. But we Gentiles, we should not have the law. When we heard the gospel, those that hear the gospel and believe it, instantly they are made right with God. They're made right with God through faith. That's what links us to Abraham. Abraham is known as the father of faith because he believed God. When God spoke to him concerning his his life, he believed what God said, and God said, I'm going to credit that to you for righteousness. Amen. Now, the just shall live by faith. That's what he's saying. The just, the, those that are made right, they live in the faith that what Christ did was enough for me to be set right with God. And this allows me to come before God in Jesus' name, anytime I get ready. Christ is the go-between. He's the one that reconciled us back to God. He's the one that redeemed us. His blood cleansed us, redeemed us. Our past no longer have power to influence us anymore. Christ has taken away the sin of the world to those that believe in him, see? And this is the foundation I believe every believer has to have. It's called the foundation of righteousness through faith in Christ, see? And uh, right here we see that we have attained that through our confidence in what he did on Calvary. Now, understanding this, there's been a dispensational change because grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. But the Bible says that the law came through Moses. And when God sent his son, remember, Bruce, when he took, he took three of his disciples up to the mountain, called the Mount Transfiguration, remember he took them up there? And the Bible says he was transformed, right? That's right. And they appeared unto him two men, Bruce. Who were those two men? Well, it was Moses who represented the law uh-huh. and Elijah who represented the prophets. There you go. So you see you had the law and the prophets right there in the midst of Jesus Christ. And the Bible says that people began to speak and said, let us be the three tabernacles. And a voice came from heaven, intercepted his, his speaking. He said, wait a minute. I'm trying to show you something here. And what was the Lord showing them? The Lord was showing them, Bruce, 
that the law is fulfilled, it's finished. Amen. The prophet, the prophesying of Christ is finished. He's here. He was on the earth. The law was fulfilled when Christ came, and the prophets were fulfilled when Christ came. That prophecy, all those prophecies spoke of Jesus. Well, on the mountain, he manifests and was transfigured into this glory of who he really is, and they, got, they get to see Jesus in his true glory. And the Father speaks, says, this is my beloved son. There's been a change. There's been a transition. John represents the transitional voice from the law to grace and the kingdom. See? And a lot of the saints still stuck see, in that dispensation of the law, not understanding the force of righteousness through faith in Jesus Christ. See? But it's time for the body of Christ to understand who they are and their foundation stone, which is faith toward God, which brings them into right standing with God. Which Jesus said in Matthew 6.33. What did he say, Bruce, in Matthew 6.33? Seek ye first, first the kingdom of God. Kingdom of God. And his righteousness. And his righteousness. And what else? And all of these things uh -huh. shall be added unto you. See, see, that's the recipe for success right there. He gave it to us. You want to be successful? He said, seek first my rule, my reign over your life, my government over your life, and my righteousness. What makes you right? Through faith in God. Through faith in what God did through his son Jesus. Makes us right. Brings us in the right standing with God. And what happens? Now all of heaven begins to add things to you because now you're in the right place again. Right Under God. And uh, you know what say on our, on, our, on our money, on our dollar bill, Bruce? In God we trust. In God we trust. That's what it's saying. And it's saying our pledge of allegiance is one nation under God. See, that's the right position. Amen. All right? That's right standing with God. That's why America's so blessed, Ruth. Yes, sir. And what Satan's trying to do is move us out from under God and cause us to be in the wrong place. But the right place is being under God. That's what caused the nation to be great, see. And then the nation that submits themselves to God, the people that submit themselves to God. Yeah. This is the principle of success. One nation under God. Any man that will seek first, that seek first is coming under God and his rule, his righteousness, receiving that righteousness. He is set up for success. That's right. Set up for success. If he had school, I'm trying to teach our young people. I teach Bible study at the school here. That if they will seek first God, receive his righteousness, they will be successful. They don't have to worry about seeking houses and cars and others and wives. It'll be added to them. Yeah. As they travel along the, the road of life, God will supernaturally add things to their life. Yes, sir. We don't have to seek it. It'll seek us. All we got to do is seek God. Things will seek us. I'm a living testimony, Bruce. I was sharing with them how God has blessed my life in 30-some years with stuff, and it seeks me out. I don't have to seek it. It seeks me. I see something I want, and they know I got it. But it starts with seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. See? And this is what makes the difference. See? And if you understand that, see, now you place in a in a place of power. But even the book of James five seventeen says the prayer of a righteous man, Bruce. That's right. Huh? The effectual prayer of a righteous man, what does it do? It availeth much. 
cutting right? I'm going to show you right here. Let's go to Romans chapter uh, uh, 5, familiar scripture, 17. You want to become a powerhouse in the world right here? Look at Romans chapter 5. Something about a righteous man. You can read that from verse 17, Bruce. Yes, uh, Romans uh, 5, 17 uh -huh. says, For if by one man's offense uh -huh. death reigned by one, uh -huh. much more they which receive abundance of grace uh -huh. and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Did you see that set up right there? This is a take to set us up with death when we disobey God. But God sent his son, right? And those that receive this son receive not just a little bit of grace, but an abundance of grace. Amen. And that's that favor and divine influence. For grace means not only favor, but it means divine influence from heaven. God begins to influence that man in his walk and his life. Then all of this, a gift of righteousness. So we see here, Brother Bruce, righteousness is a gift. Now, if somebody gave you a gift, do you pay for it? No. If I if I said, Brother Bruce, I'm gonna give you a gift, then I charge you a hundred dollars, that's not a gift. But if I give you the gift and don't charge you anything, that's a gift. Now we understand this 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 our love of God for mankind. God says, I'm gonna give y'all a gift called righteousness. It was a promise in the old Testament. We read it out of Jeremiah thirty three. He said the days will come that God's gonna perform a good thing to the people. And that good thing is a gift. All his son, Jesus Christ, the righteousness of God. And if you believe that today, see, you become right with God, and then you have access to him through faith in Jesus Christ. That's the power of a righteous man. Amen. His ears are open to the righteous. His eyes are open to the righteous. The Bible says that, that the sexual prayer of a righteous man caused much power to be made available. See, in our, in our nation right there, you got thousands of people praying that's been made right through the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. That had to affect the heavens, see. And God says, my people who call by my name, see, will humble themselves, right? Pray, seek my faith. Turn from wickedness under Christ again. He said, I will heal, I will heal from heaven and heal the land. And that's the power and influence of being right with God. Amen. We have power with God, brothers. Go ahead. Also says, uh, so Jeff in Jeremiah 23, 5 through 6, uh -huh. says, Behold, the days come, says the Lord, yes. that I will raise unto David a righteous branch, a righteous branch, and a king shall reign and prosper, and shall execute judgment and justice uh -huh. in the earth. In his days, Judah shall be saved, yes. and Israel shall dwell safely. And this is the name whereby he shall be called, mm -hmm. the Lord, our righteousness. And you'll know the nature of a thing by the name uh -huh. that's given it. Yeah. And so, you know, our God is very intentional. And he assigned this name to the one, uh, uh, one of the names of Jehovah. Uh -huh. Our God is Jehovah Sikhnu. And that's the purpose the nature of a thing are the occurrences revealed in the name. In the name. Christ is our righteousness. Yes. He is our righteousness. 
And he's not only our righteousness, but you can read in the scriptures over in Isaiah 61.10, which says that he has clothed us and his robe of righteousness. Yes, sir. New garment. <laughs> new garment. New raiment. Yes, sir. And I thank God for that new raiment of righteousness. Hallelujah. And we get to wear it with honor. We get to wear it, hallelujah, with confidence that God has done this. The scripture says one man, Amen. one man's obedience has made us right. Has caused us to be reconciled back to God. Has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Amen. One man. Now this is faithful God. This is foundational. It's a stone. If you can get this lady in your life and hear us today, God can build upon you. He said, upon this rock, I'm going to build my people, my ecclesia, my church. If you can get this, God's going to build and keep building your life uh, for success. Amen. He set you up for success. If you can believe this. And no longer will faith have access through condemnation of your past, uh, who you used to be. That's over with. Why? Because God, Christ has made you a new creature and a right creature with God. This thing is exciting to me. God fulfilled his word. He said, in those days, a righteous branch. Well, we are that branch that's spreading out roots all over, all over the world. And a righteous branch is in the earth today. And Satan has to deal with that righteous branch because this righteous branch have power and influence with God Almighty. The Lord has locked himself in with the righteous. He said, when the righteous pray, I will hear. Amen. Huh? He said, when the righteous man call upon me, I will answer. Amen. Now that's influence right there. That's the kingdom. And you need to know, man, You all you got to do is receive this gift and this abundance of grace. You can reign as a king. One translation says, rule as a king in this life. This life. They're not talking about when you go to heaven. Yeah, when you go to heaven, there ain't going to be no giant to drive out in heaven. You know, a lot of people say, when I get over in Canaan land, and, and, and there's no giants in heaven, brother. I can tell you that right now. There was one that got cast out. And he's no longer there. Scripture says in Revelation, there's no place found for him. He got cast out. So God is telling us, to rule and reign in righteousness right now in this earth realm. Christ has brought us victory through righteousness, through receiving his righteousness. Brother Bruce, how much time we got now? Got uh, five minutes. We got five minutes to exhort you again on how the latest foundation on righteousness in your, in your life. Let's go through it again. First order, you must believe whom God has sent, that Jesus Christ. Amen. And his redemptive work on Calvary. Now, Calvary was a, a game changer for mankind. That cross, Brother Bruce. He went on that cross, the Bible says, he took our infirmity, our sickness. He bore our sickness. He took him on that cross. He took him away, nailing him to the cross. And this is where, if you exercise faith, Understand that you already received your healing. We no longer, Brother Bruce, have to ask God for healing. He gave it to us 2,000 years ago. It has been fulfilled. You know, a lot of people are not understanding dispensations at times. They beg God to do things that he's already done. And the Bible says the thief comes to steal. You, Satan comes to steal your health. And then you beg God to heal you. No, you say, no, I, I hold on to the word of God. 
himself took my firm to bore my sister, and by his strength I'm healed. Matthew 8, 17. See? I'm already healed, and i got to hold fast to what's written. And see, we begin to ask God, ask God in the wrong dispensation. God already heard you. He sent his son, Jesus. What did Jesus do? He took 39 strikes on his back that you might be healed. What you got to do is hold fast to your confession of faith that what God did on Calvary, hallelujah, applies to my life. No matter what your body says or the doctor reports, there's a higher law called the law of life in Christ Jesus that supersedes. And if you hold fast and stick with it, your body will come under the rule of God. It will cooperate. We rebuke cancer right now in the name of Jesus. Yes. You may be fighting cancer. No. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. You might have the COVID-19. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Yes. COVID-19 has no power no when it comes to the word of God. We rebuke that awful people in the name of Jesus. See? Satan wants to bring fear. He wants to bring doubt and unbelief. So you're asking, the more you ask God and you don't see nothing, the more you get into more doubt and unbelief. You can't live by sight. We live by faith. And if God Christ is already 2,000 years, all your sicknesses and, and all that on that tree, you just got to keep faith alive by meditating the Word of God, speaking the Word of God, and you will see results. Why? Because you've been made right with God. You have access to Him. Anytime you get ready, the Scripture says, come boldly. Not weak, come boldly before the throne of grace, where you may obtain help in time of need. Yes, uh, one of the another one of the names of God is He's Jehovah Rapha. Uh-huh. He is our healer. Our healer. <laughs> yes, He is. The nature is revealed in the name yeah. and His purpose. He came to set the captives free. Yes. He came to heal the broken heart. Yes, sir. He came to open up blinded eyes. Yes. To set the captives free and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Well, we in that time. We in that time. Yes. We're in a privileged time. He's reading, he's reading on this side of Calvary, and where we're accepted in the beloved. All the promises of God, a yea and amen, they have been fulfilled. Christ said it was finished. He did it all. Now, it's our job to hold fast to the truth. The Word of God is final authority. And see, this is seeking first the kingdom. When you understand that the Word of God is final authority over any other voice, over any other word, God's Word is final authority. I don't care what the doctor's report say, God's word is final authority. I don't care what whoever's saying what to you, God's word is final authority. Amen. Once you get that established in your life, once again, your house is built upon a rock. And we build on a rock. We build on a house with, with stones, live living stones. And see, this is what causes you to overcome the devil. It is written that he that knew no sin became sin that I might be the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Uh, being found in Christ, and not my own righteousness that comes from the law, but the righteousness through faith in Christ Jesus I have received. Amen. Now, if you can find yourself in Christ, then you're going to be undefeated, unbeatable in your life, and your future is certain and unshakable. Now, this kingdom teaching right here, we put up, we, we, we laying a foundation that no other foundation can be laid but that which is laid, which is Christ Jesus. So we're going to keep building on these truths of the doctrines of Christ. And the Bible says in the last 
day, neither will depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. We don't want to bring you doctrines of devils. We want to bring you the doctrines of Christ, the apostle. We want to consider our high priest and our apostle, Jesus Christ, who is a faithful priest, a faithful apostle, and build upon what he's already laid. And you become that powerhouse, part of the church, part of the body of Christ, where you have influence over your life and those around you, your family, because you've been made right with God. What a gift. What a gift of God. So Bruce, can you close it out with prayer for the people? Father God, we just thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to lift yes, up your word, Lord. Hallelujah. And Father God, we just thank you, hallelujah, for us being able to come and touch and agree on your word today. You said if two or more touch and agree on anything that they shall ask, it will be given them of our Father, which is in heaven. We thank you, Lord, hallelujah, for the word that has gone forth, matter from heaven. We thank you, Father, hallelujah, that when we pray your will, we know you hear. Yes, Lord. And if we know you hear us, we know we have those things yes. that we ask. Lord, those that need healing today, I proclaim that ye are healed in, in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. The name that's above every name. Yeah. Hallelujah. You are a God that supplies all of our needs according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus. There is no lack in your kingdom. Yes, Lord. And we surrender to you, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord of lords and king of kings. And we will occupy.